On the All American Dream Podcast, we are a team of title experts on a mission to provide valuable and tangible advice that will help you grow into the best version of yourself, both personally and professionally. This kind of growth takes time and effort, but we're here for the long haul and ready to put in the work. Are you? What the heck is EOS? Well, you're just about to find out. On today's podcast, we have a very special guest, our very own implementer, Mr. John Click. EOS stands for the Entrepreneurial Operating System, which is a complete proven process using simple tools to achieve vision, traction, and health in your business. As a proven entrepreneur himself, his passion is to help other entrepreneurs to get what they want from their business by implementing EOS. Today, he will share with us what is EOS, what that proven process looks like, and how it is not only a game changer professionally, but personally as well. Welcome, John. All right. Welcome, John. Today, we're so excited to have you. Thanks for having me. So for, um, you know, obviously we go way back. We're best friends now. But (laughs) tell us a little bit about what you do and, you know, why you're here today. Well, uh, I am an EOS implementer. And what that means is that uh, I help leadership teams and entrepreneurs achieve and get everything they want out of their business. So question for you, what? how did you get to be an EOS implementer? implementer. I almost said entrepreneur and then I was like <laughs> thinking it is implementer. Like what drove you? Because I know you have other businesses. So what made you... How did, how did your journey get you here? Well, I'd say, I don't know how many years ago, but 20 plus years ago, I discovered EOS in a business that I was an owner in that we founded. And we hired an implementer, what I do now, to help us implement that into our business. So that's how I learned about it. We learned about it through an entrepreneurial peer group called EO. And uh, so we just ran our business on it. And it was wonderful and uh, changed our business. We weren't in a really... We didn't have a struggling business. We just had a business without, without a system. And so we uh, discovered it, plugged it in, loved it, and I've run all my businesses on EOS since then, a couple different ones. So John, tell us a little bit. Well, let's start with what does EOS stand for? EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. So give us sort of the high-level uh, components of EOS. Mm, good question. So what I do with customers or clients and what EOS provides teams, leadership teams and companies is three things. We call it vision, traction and health. Vision from the standpoint, we just make sure and we work start with the leadership teams and we just make sure that they completely understand the vision, where they're going and how they're going to get there. Uh, and then traction from the standpoint, we make sure that we're executing day in and day out towards that vision, bringing it down to the ground and executing with accountability and discipline. And then from the traction or from the health side of it, we just make sure that we have a functioning, cohesive team. A lot of times leaders don't work great together. They're strong headed. So we just make sure we have a functioning, cohesive team with that leadership team, enjoying their jobs, enjoying each other and getting work done. And then once we've achieved that with the leadership team, we migrate those same disciplines down into the rest of the organization because as goes the leadership team, so goes the rest of the team organization. And then you have a company that's fully, uh, everybody knows where they're going, how they're going to get there, uh, working with discipline, accountability, gaining traction in the company and loving their life, working for a great company. How long would you say that takes? Well, and I would be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's all sorts of ways. Well, there's a couple of different ways you can uh, implement EOS. There's a book called Traction, Get a Grip on Your 
business by Gina Wickman. And Gina Wickman's the mastermind behind all this. And, have uh, you met him? I have met him, yes. Yeah, he speaks at our conferences. So uh, I practice what I preach. I have quarterly meetings and everything that you know about. But uh, at the end of the day, um, so uh, Gino basically is the creator of EOS. And what we've done is you ask the question, how long does it take? And so when companies can buy that book traction and self-implement, and I've worked with quite a few clients that did that, and that takes longer, of course, because you're perceiving it the way that you do and hopefully doing a good job with it. But you can also shorten that implementation by hiring an implementer like me. So I come in and work with you. And on average, I work with clients for about two years. That's about the time frame. So it, uh, it takes about two years, but sometimes people can master it shorter time periods and sometimes they like to go longer. Can you dive in a little bit of, so, because, um, you know, Kevin and I know how this rolls, but <laughs> so we come to John and we're like, you're our guy, come help us. What next? What happens? Like, oh. what's kind of the process? Oh, that's a great question. We have a proven process. Oh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, see, see, uh, some of the secrets, but the special sauce includes a proven process. So I have a very easy, simple, illustrated plan that I can show folks on our website and or on uh, in live. But ultimately what it is, is we start with what we call a 90 minute meeting where I sit down with the leadership team and I do a very high level presentation on what EOS is and how it can help your business. It's kind of the movie version of the book traction. And then if they decide to work with me or decide to implement EOS, we do three days of implementation where we do full day sessions training and they're spaced out 30 days apart. And that's a space learning system. It's on purpose to do that. So we do three days over 60 day period. And then after that, the proven process of the meeting pulse that we provide is, or what you should follow is a quarterly meetings where we get together every 90 days. Uh, we look at where we've been, where we are, where we're going. And then we also do a two day annual planning session. So that happens over time. So that's the uh, proven process. And that's what we do. That's how we start with that 90 minute meeting to introduce it. And then the journey is the way we can make sure that they're completely satisfied clients. Okay, now I have another question. Yes. So take the EOS and all the wonderful things about it. Let's talk about like the little gossipy, dirty talk about it. Have you ever had anyone in the first 90 minutes like it is battling like tears, anything juicy that's like happened that you're like, oh, <laughs> Because <laughs> the people like me who watch Bravo are going to be a little curious on that. Yeah, so uh, not in that 90-minute meeting. That's just an introduction. But as far as when we start the process, is that I think what you're talking about in that first day? Does, can there be some sparks? But our goal is to make sure that everybody in the room is open and honest because we're there for the greater good of the business. And if we can do that, sometimes, yeah, opinions will conflict. But at the end of the day, it, the team, if there's some vulnerable-based trust there and this team works well together, there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing that we can't solve. And the answers are always there in the room. I think the beauty of what you bring to the table, John, is a lot of people listening to this podcast are going to have business coaches. They may have sales coaches. They're going to be used to or see the value in having someone help them in their business, right? Mm -hmm. EOS in the system itself is one thing. But the value that an implementer brings is you're steering the process and, and bringing mm -hmm. out um, things that may not otherwise be discussed with management or leadership teams, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to feel vulnerable and be completely direct and honest. I know you talk about Minnesota nice. That's, that's a blessing <laughs> and a curse for us, right? Yes. Part of why U.S. might be really successful up here because your job is to help get people uncomfortable with 
be honest. Entering the danger, yeah, absolutely. So my job as an implementer is three things. I'm a teacher, so I'm teaching you the EOS process as purely as possible. And that's what's great about us implementers is that we're doing it the exact way it was intended. That's what we're teaching. Then we're facilitators, and I think that's where you're going, is that uh, I do help facilitate conversations. I have, of course, I like the people in the room, but I don't have any emotions or egos attached to this business. So I can certainly, if I see someone raise an eyebrow when a comment's been made, I'm going to ask them why the look. I'm going to try to extract that. So, yeah, you're right. I think EOS is extremely popular in Minnesota because we're passive aggressive. And we try to, and EOS allows you to have opportunities to, avoid being passive. So another third thing that I do is I am a coach, you know, so just like great athletes, uh, there's other people out there to help coach them up. And that's the third part of my job. John, when you meet with potential customers or, or current customers, especially at the beginning, what are some of the common, is there a common thread or issue that you see in most businesses that EOS helps solve right away? Yeah, you know, um, as we implement it and uh, we get stronger in some of the components of the of the system, uh, the impurities become quite painfully obvious, I'm not going to lie, or the opportunities we're missing are, are become obvious. So we have to get really strong with those issues and solving them real time. And so some of the component, some of the issues that come up is people issues, I hate to say it, but we through the process, we've identified what right people are and what the right seats means to companies. And um, through the people analyzers and some of the other tools we have, it, uh, that does become painfully obvious to where we have to have some corrective action sometimes or uh, sometimes people move around to different uh, functions in the business. So that's kind of common. Um, but I don't want people to get nervous that they're going to go fire half their team because of EOS. <laughs> but I did have a client yesterday with 120 or uh, 70 employees, rather. And uh, through the process, uh, they have uh, there's been 10% of the employees have been either left the business because they didn't want to follow the process or they just weren't right people, right seat. And the company, the rest of the business has now excelling and, and loves it because uh, of that discovery. So that's usually one of the big ones is the, the people. But what the, not a common issue, but some of the most loved things about it is when people discover our meeting pulse in that level 10 meeting, which you guys know very much about. And those simple tools that we introduce is uh, where people find uh, a lot of the value, or at least that's where I see some of the wins coming as well, not just issues. So let's expand on that a little bit, mm-hmm. the meeting pulse, right? None of us like going to meetings, right? Mm-hmm. And, and some people listening, you might ha- they might have five <laughs> or six different meetings that they have to attend each mm-hmm. week. So I know from our own experience, when we rolled this out to our whole company, it's, oh, there's another meeting exactly. for me to yeah. attend, right? But EOS really simplifies that and organizes what a meeting should look like. Yeah, yeah we have a, an agenda that's the same way for every one of those meetings that... Uh, it always starts on time, ends on time, uh, same day, same day of the week. Um, and that agenda is really simple. And what it's done is it's caused people to not go on tangents and make sure that they have productive meetings. We call that that level 10 meeting because uh, at the end of the meeting, we, as you know, we rate those meetings. And we're trying to get sure, make sure that that's a great use of your time, a 10 or better, or I mean, or eight or better. Uh, and then ultimately that level 10 meeting was designed to actually replace meetings and get things done in that one meeting so that you can have less meetings. So uh, so if you're one of those people that just rolled your eyes hearing about another meeting, rest assured it's, uh, it's there to help. 
Well, and one of the things in our own experience is it's not only brings high level of communication. You might have thought before you were having high level of communication, but for us, like now all departments are speaking, but also you are part of the solution and everyone has a voice. So, for example, for us here at All American Title, every single person is bringing, you know, can bring their issues, but is also part of the solution and are able to talk it through, not the this is what we're going to do. And it's not, you know, it's we're all in this together and you're not powerless at your job. You are able to communicate to your manager or whatnot of here's the issue that's taking place. And I think it's created a really not only well of work-life balance, which I don't really think is a real thing, but I mean, you know, <laughs> that, but as well as our culture has changed and we are better for it. Yeah. So uh, one of the big things uh, we focus on first, as you know, is our, is our culture and what the core values of this business are. And so once we've discovered that, um, we can then plug that in and make sure that we have the right people and the people that exhibit that, those core values and that, and, the, and that's what we want from the culture of this business. So uh, once we've dialed that in, and of course, when you get the teams together in these meetings, and as long as there's decent trust in that room, as you said here, every voice is heard, the answers are in that room, and we get together to solve issues, and that's the number one reason for that level 10 meeting is solve those issues, knock down those obstacles that are keeping us from getting where we want to go. So John, core values is sort of a buzzword in mm -hmm. business, right? We, we read and hear about that. We hear people talk about that all the time. Um, one of the, I think, secrets to EOS is it sort of systematizes mm -hmm. what the important core values of the business are, but then judges or appraises the people within the business based on those core values. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah, once we've identified what the core values are, and yeah, you're right, that's been a buzzword. You hear that, you see it on people's websites and what they're mm -hmm. using it. And really core values are not intended for external purposes. It, I mean, it is a little bit, but we're not using it for marketing to try to get business and get customers. This is really what we want from this team. So people that will work here, the permission to play at this company is that you must exhibit these core values most of the time. So once we've identified that, and that way we drive that home, and it helps us uh, you know, with uh, incenting people or making sure they're happy in the business, is we do shout outs quite often. And we want customers or our clients to do that with their employees. And when you see somebody exhibit that core value, shout that out, make sure they understand that that's how we drive that home. And eventually what happens is that people they're not just words on the wall. People are living them. And then leadership teams and, 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 and people that have uh, direct reports when they're using these core values, they use them in their hiring, their recruiting process. And it helps you not only identify great people, but it, almost more importantly, it helps you repel the ones that don't exhibit those core values. Because if they don't have core values, they're not the right people for this business if they don't exhibit our core values. I think we've all worked with people before, had people in our in our businesses that are revenue producers or profitable people, but are a real challenge to work mm -hmm. with, or maybe they're not a good teammate, mm -hmm. or maybe they're not trustworthy, right? right. And and at times, it, eventually that plays itself out. Mm -hmm. And yeah. when that person perhaps is no longer with the organization, you realize, man, I that actually was addition by subtraction. They might have been a revenue producer, but all the other things that they were doing, the negativity they were bringing to the company, was um, not, not productive. Yeah, if people don't exhibit the core values, even right now, they'd be they're chipping away at your culture. For sure, and I and so I think the one of the real eye openers for us in starting the U.S. is you literally rate 
your employees <laughs> and by the way the employees rate management and ownership yes as it's well. a lot of fun <laughs> we established what we thought were our most important core values we have seven of them and you mentioned the people analyzer mm -hmm. yes. you're literally going through and, and plus or minus giving people a plus or minus mm -hmm. with those core values and and it was an eye-opening thing for us i think as leaders we have areas we need to be working mm -hmm. on too yeah absolutely um, and so to get that feedback from the employees in a healthy way in a constructive way was invaluable yeah. and so part of the beauty of eos is it creates that it opens the door to have some of those conversations. 100%. It makes the tools that EOS offers, like that people analyzer we talked about, it's not a complex tool, but it, it's a tool to stimulate conversation. And of course, we all have to be open and honest. There's nothing to, we can't hide behind anything. We have to be open and honest, but it's just a simple tool to make sure that people exhibit the core values that you feel that they're exhibited at most of the time. That's what we need. And then of course, the other part of our people analyzer isn't just, if you exhibit core values, you are the right people. And then the second discipline is right seats. And then you have to GWC, if you remember that, from the people analyzer, the G, get it. You must want the job, and then you must have the capacity to do it. So got to have yeses. So right people, right seat. Right people exhibit your core values. Right seats, they actually can do the job. They have the ability, the experience, the expertise. Well, and most people want to know, like, if I'm not doing something well in my leadership, I want to know that so I can try to fix that or be a better leader, right? Mm -hmm. So most people, I believe, want to know is if they're not doing a good aspect in a certain part of their job, they want to know so they can then develop themselves and learn. Like I said, most, there are some people who don't, and yes. you know, but, and so once we started that, it was not only an eye opener for like yourself, it's like, okay, well, that's how... I need to work on that as a leader and that I, and it was it's being open and honest which is can be very vulnerable and scary but mm -hmm. once you do it and it gets more comfortable it is a game changer it surely is yeah uh, it is um i'm glad to hear that you've uh, you found enjoyment and success from it as well <laughs> so john we've talked about a couple of the pillars or mm -hmm. core values um the meeting pulse mm -hmm. and sort of what that looks like Another huge component of EOS's data mm -hmm. is having a measurable- Kevin's favorite part. We have our own <laughs> podcast on this, <laughs> um, but is, is data. And probably my favorite saying of, out of EOS is what gets measured gets done. Yes, yeah. So- I'd be a millionaire if I had a dollar every time you said it. <laughs> tell us a little bit about, from the system standpoint, um, the data component, scorecard, measurable, what gets measured gets done. Yep, exactly. So that's one of the five foundational tools is the scorecard discipline again not rocket science here at all but ultimately what we're trying to do is the tool that scorecard is 5 to 15 components or 5 to 15 measurables that you can watch on a regular basis to give you a complete pulse on the business we always joke about if you were to pick up and leave and go take a sabbatical for the next two years and you go down to Jamaica or whatnot that this scorecard would provide you the perfect data so that you know exactly or have a great pulse on what's going on in the business so that's where it, that's the tool we use. So then, when the measurable is the second discipline, so that's one of the six components of uh, that we want you to get strong in is that data component. And so the tool we use is the scorecard, and then the measurables. And what a measurable is is just something 
that we're going to hold somebody accountable for keeping on track. We're going to set a goal for it, and then we're going to hold them accountable to make sure. And people could have more than one measurable, but we use measurables because kind of where you went with that before, but you also must inspect what you expect. So you want to use that to make sure you're getting the desired results as well. So we make sure that, that score, the scorecard discipline is there to help you make decisions based off of data, not egos and emotions that often drive entrepreneurial decision making. And uh, so we definitely use that to help clear the way to make the best decisions. So two simple, easy disciplines. That's the neat thing about EOS is EOS is designed to simplify your business. Somewhere along the line, we made business really complex. So Gino Wickman and a slew of other folks and his inspirational uh, is his inspirations have really helped us dumb it down, I guess, if you will. And EOS is there to make business a lot easier. Business isn't easy but EOS is designed to make it easier. I think that's a huge takeaway um, for our listeners as you're thinking about your own business. Does everyone in your organization have a measurable mm -hmm. that they're accountable to each week, mm -hmm. each month, each quarter? Yeah. And, and in our own experience, we didn't create those measurables from the top down. That was a collaborative uh, experience. So we gained buy-in from our people I need to make so many calls this week if I'm in sales, or yeah. I need to have X amount of closings if I'm a closer, right? And so then um, it creates, again, the pathway for those conversations as we're either hitting those measurables or not. Yeah. It's very uh, out there, which is uncomfortable again because mm -hmm. people aren't used to that accountability tool. But if you have the right person in your business, they want to win. They want to uh, achieve mm -hmm. every single person. Mm -hmm. What gets measured gets done. They want to hit that goal each yeah. week. It's a, it's a motivating tool for sure. You don't want to – you want to be – if you're competitive, you're going to try to be better than your peers. And that's always – there's some healthy competitiveness there too. But you also just don't want to – you know, so that you're not performing in front of your peers. So it's just another tool to help just drive motivation. But if you are that – most of the right people, right seats – you have the drive, and if they are, if they do, they help. If they're the right people in the right seats, they should have the drive and want to make sure they're hitting those measurables as well and doing or, better. Or sometimes I think in our industry, um, title, mortgage, real estate, we're we're in a service based business. Mm -hmm. So I know in the past I've had employees um, come to me prior to us. Uh, asking the question, "Am I doing a good job?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, I think so. I really like you, your personality, <laughs> your your core value fit. But from a, a measuring of the performance, it's obviously more than that. Mm -hmm. and, and what EOS does is gives everybody in the organization some measurables that they need to be accountable to. Yeah, and we visit them every week in that level 10 meeting when we just look at the scorecard tool because we'll evaluate that. So that's the other reason. You can't just have uh, these tools don't work if you don't use them. And EOS has provided just a great layout to have that weekly meeting so that you're actually using these tools as they're intended as they're intended, which is what we call mastery. And for example, I mean, Kevin, I think you can say this is that like the meetings when we talked about this earlier about, oh, it's just another meeting. I think our leadership L10 saved at least for me, probably four or five hours out of the week and just doing one meeting, one hour and a half. I can only imagine for you, Kevin, how many hours. So it, it's it's simplifying. So you're not having five conversations and he said, she said, oh, right hand, oh, no, now go talk to the left hand. It's... yeah. All right there. Everyone on the same page, hour and a half, and then go. And, and it's a pathway of what you need to do in your day and in your job. 
I mean, if you don't know already, but you know what I mean? Like it's a roadmap on what you need to continue to accomplish every single week. It's hard for people when they first learn that tool to really stay disciplined on it. I'm sure you found the same because, you know, the big part of that uh, level 10 meeting and why they're so effective is that we do visit these tools. We first, of course, we come into the meeting and we do a segue just to make see how everybody's doing a nice transition into the meeting. And then we'll pull that scorecard out. We look at that scorecard and really quick and identify, is there any issues? But the magic about that meeting is we're not going to talk about any issues that we've discovered there. We're going to drop it down. You know those words, drop it down to an issues list. So then we look at the priorities, the rocks, and things like that that people are working on. And as we look through this, these other sections, the ultimate goal here is that whenever we look at, um, if you discover an issue, that is not the time to talk about it. We're going to put that in a spot, as you know, and use 60 good minutes at the end of that session or towards for the bulk of that meeting, rather, and solve issues and make sure we're making decisions to push this business forward. So you mentioned rocks, mm-hmm. um, a good segue. So rocks yes. is synonymous sort of with goals, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So uh, uh, probably the last component I think we want to discuss with EOS is the business planning per, uh, part of it. Yeah. Do our listeners have a business plan? Do you have a quarterly goal? Do you have a yearly goal? If so, is everybody rowing the boat in the same direction is what we say here. Yes. Tell us about, uh, from an U.S. standpoint, how rocks work, how the business planning part Well, you works. know, the rocks are those priorities in the business that we're going to focus on. We live in a 90-day world in EOS. So when we have those rocks, when we establish the priorities, now we know what we're going to focus on for that time period. But just to take one step back, so rocks are a foundational tool that help that you need to use in EOS. So five of those, I said there's five foundational tools. That's one of them. Rolling that back one more, the, another foundational tool is that VTO, you know, the Vision Traction Organizer. And that's that two-page, when you said business plan, uh, this is just a two-page plan. And so it's not a 55, 700-page business plan I'm going to present to a bank or anything like that. This is just a two-page business plan to help us determine what the vision is from this business and how we're going to achieve it. And it's eight simple questions, right? We've On the vision side of that document is what are your core values, right? We talk about that. What's your core focus? What's your sweet spot? What do you do best? And uh, are you staying in your lane and focusing on that? What's your long-term target? Five years, 10 years, 30 years? Where are you trying to take this business? And then how are you going to do that with a simple little section on there? And it's our marketing strategy, identifying who our target market is, what our three uniques are. Their proven process. The proven process is listed there. Listen, you're such a good student. Um, and then we also just, once we identify who we are, where we're going, what or, or who we are, uh, what we do, where we're going, and how we're going to achieve it with that marketing strategy, then we paint that three-year picture, right? So now we can see in three years, really try to visualize exactly in three short years from now, what are we going to do? What are we going to be? So we try to make some revenue predictions, or we do rather. And then we'd like to do like a five or 15 bullets on what it looks like. How many employees? Um, you know, are you in the same building? How many delivery vehicles do you have? My favorite is, do you have a game room in your, in your building? Or something like that. Something to really drill down and help crystallize what this business looks like in three short years. And make it that you want to work there and that your employees want to work there. So that helps us with the vision. We flip the document over. The second page is the traction, right? And that's where we talk about now one-year goals. What do we have to do this year to achieve that three-year, to achieve that 10-year, right? And it's just a little section, as you know, we set six goals, up to six goals, five to seven maybe, but less is more. When everything's important, nothing's important. So we just set a couple goals, and then we just focus on that, and then we bring it down even more. We distill it down into a 90-day window, and that's where those rocks come into play. And we just set new, we make the same revenue predictions, and then we identify what the, you know, the three to seven priorities for the business are, 
uh, in each department, maybe a couple rocks get established as well for individuals. But ultimately, then we know exactly what we're going to work on to achieve the one year, the three year, the 10 year. And then, of course, we identify all of our issues on that same document. So those are the eight questions. But you said business plan. That's all you really need. And then when you share that VTO or vision traction document, uh, vision traction organizer with your team, and you will do that every 90 days, now they know where you're going. They know how you're going to get there. So it's magical. It's a great tool. John, can you do that? Because as our listeners, they might be like real estate, you know, a real estate team of like 10 people, but not everyone's going to be on that day with you, right? Like our leadership team, there's four of us, oh, right. five yes. of us. <laughs> and so we're all there. So can, is it, a, are you able to do this if you have two or three team, you know, leadership Members, team, members oh, of the absolutely. team, right? Like, cause uh, like our, you know, I'm thinking about as our agents are like, there's a team lead and then maybe director of operations or what that looks like. It is able to achieve this still, even with like two or three people in the room to hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, less is more again, I always like to say, but it's those leaders that are managing the main components of that, of the functions, the main functions of that business, you know, that's who we want to have in the room to make sure that uh, they're gonna help focus. And then just equally, they, they will take, again, like I said, they take the same disciplines out to their departments and they roll the same exact, they do the exact same thing with their departments. So we just have a leadership team, typically anywhere from three, two to five, maybe seven, I've had bigger, uh, but sometimes we find over time, they just kind of weed themselves out to where we get down to a core leadership team. And uh, they're the ones who are having their level 10, then the departments have their level 10s and uh, communications is spread throughout the business. You make it sound so simple. <laughs> and really, in many ways, EOS is simple. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy to, to execute, right? Most of us have uh, really strong parts of our business. If you look at the five foundations of mm -hmm. EOS, we were maybe strong in two or three of them, and we had some mm -hmm. holes in, in one or two of them. Yeah. And so, what EOS strives to do is take all five, put them together. Six, actually. Six. <laughs> six, sorry. Not a good so, student. No, he is a good student. I know what he's thinking, though. I know what you're and, and ties them together yeah. and, then, and then holds us as leadership accountable to make sure we are connecting in each area. Yeah, just as a reminder, so the six components make up this EOS model, and the EOS model has uh, um, the, the first component that we make sure that we're strong in is, is that vision component, like I said, making sure everybody knows where they're going, how they're going to get there. Then we work on the people component, making sure we have the right people in the right seats. And so once we have identified what our core values are, that's what we've done as a leadership team is we have established what greatness means to this organization. Because when we were first walked in there, your greatness and your greatness might have been two different definitions. So the people components, the second component, and the data, which you love, I know the most. So we have the data component. <laughs> Uh, that we have to get strong in. So that's the top three components, and we really start working on those initially. And then what happens is you find all these impurities that you have mm -hmm. in your business, and then they become issues. And so we have to get great at that. So that's the fourth component, solving issues, right? And then the fifth component is our process component, making sure that you're running this business off of proven processes or core processes, rather. Every business has six to 10, but ultimately, what we need to do is make sure they've been documented at a very, very high level and that people are actually following them so that we're, you know, we're creating sustainability and consistency in the business and which leads to profitability. And then the traction is the, the sixth component in that model. So that's the sixth. And what that means is just bringing that vision down to the ground, executing on it day in and day out with accountability and discipline. And, uh, and if you look at the model, you'll see it's a, it looks like a big piece of pie. 
or pie, and then each one is its own piece. And then vision's on the top and traction's on the bottom. And there's no coincidence that that's happened because the vision without that traction is really hallucination. And that's a Gino Wickman quote, and I just love it. It just, you got to do it. Where can people find you if they're curious on implementing EOS in their business? Well, EOS Worldwide is the website. So EOSWorldwide.com. Uh, just if you want to go learn anything about it, they have tools that you can download, and I suggest you do that. Vision Traction Organizer, even if EOS isn't for you, that tool is wonderful, and you should download that and just plug it in, take an afternoon and fill that out. But otherwise, you'll find my name. I'm John Click, J-O-H-N-K-L-I-C-K, uh, and a simpler way to find me is just johnclick.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having me. Thanks a million, John. We appreciate you. We appreciate. I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the All American Dream Podcast. We hope you loved it as much as we did. For more content, please follow us on Instagram at All American Dream Podcast. We look forward to chatting with you soon.